Welcome everybody to our 15-minute Friday. I wanted to get started addressing an email I got that had a great conversation. I think that the whole 15-minute Friday will go really well with the email that I received and some of the questions that I got because we're going to talk about partnerships. We're going to talk about getting deals done. And it is actually highlighting my self-storage facility. Remember, you can go to YouTube. You can see it. It is our big box, the Bankrupt Super Kmart. I'm doing a little highlight of that and how that came together. People ask about opportunity. And the email that I received was from Tim King, and he addresses this. And the reason that I wanted to talk about it today was because he was getting into storage facilities. And whether it's storage facilities, apartment buildings, or anything else, the principles are the same. And what Tim's asking is he's saying that he's starting out in small markets and smaller asset types. And he's saying, I really would appreciate it and get advice to you know how to move forward and what I need to know. So the first thing I want to say is how, how Tim's starting up is how we started off. We started in small rural areas and little assets that we could learn, we could build from there. One of the things that I think is really important is documentation. And the reason documentation is good is because as we grew, everything that we did and all the mistakes that we did, we turned into policies and procedures. We have a policy manual that you know is almost dwarfing the Bible at this point. And it addresses everything that we've learned in the past. It really looks at all the mistakes we've made so we can train people to not do those things. And we have systems that we know will work out that we put in. We say, there's a reason you do these things. If you're starting a business, if you're starting investing anything small, part of scaling, part of growing and getting bigger is this documentation process. You document you build processes, procedures, you implement them into your business. One of the great ways to do this, and one thing that I'm starting just actually rolled out, I implemented this after I got out of the hospital. I'd started before, but we had to wait, obviously. But I really like an app. I believe it's an app. It's a program called Trainual. And what we do is we take our policies and procedure manuals and everything that we learn, and we create video content in there. We also create little tests that people can take. So when we're hiring and when we're bringing people on and when I'm trying to share with other people why we do what we do and the things that I've learned, they can get on and it actually like takes courses and it can take them through the whole training cycle and it can walk them right through our system and why we do what we do. Now, that's really good when helping with other people, but as you're starting small and you're trying to really level up, don't lose what you're learning in the past and making the same mistakes over and over and over again. If you're dealing with managers, if you're dealing with partners, once again, make sure you document things. Make sure when you make a mistake, you not only own up to it, but you really dive into those mistakes and find out the core root of the problem. Why did this happen? Why did we lose money here? Why did this person quit? And then build out systems to prevent that. A great thing to do is when you're dealing with tenants and you're dealing with everything, lien laws, all this kind of stuff, there should be set processes that people follow. And that's when dealing with banks, you should have set processes on information that you need to put together. 
You need to, to get together. You need to streamline all of this. This makes you look more professional. It makes you look like you know what you're doing. And it creates more of a tangible system for people that are either partnering with you or giving you money, whatever it may be, that they look at and say, oh, you have a framework for success. That's what you're trying to build. So the, moving from small, big facilities or scaling your business, it all follows the same thing, right? You need to build a framework for those things to run off. That is also how you eventually get out of your business and how you work on the business instead of in the business. You can't, you can't hire and bring somebody in and just say, do it, right? They can't magically know what they're supposed to do. You have to be able to transfer your knowledge onto them. And if you don't have the ability to transfer that knowledge quickly, that is just on the job training 24 seven. And then once they leave, you're starting all over again. This is so, so important. And I just can't express it enough. It'll build the foundation for which you can build the framework to create success. So with that said, we're going to move on to our Reno project and our on-site. Remember, this is video format. I apologize if the sound quality isn't that great. Go on to YouTube. You can also go on to Instagram, AG Osborne. I highlight the projects. This is a great one. Next week, we're highlighting one of our businesses and how we start that and run it. So this week is one of our investments in hard assets. I hope you guys like it. So how do you achieve financial freedom, gain wealth, and live life on your terms? That is the question, and here's the answer. I'm A.J. Osborne. Welcome to Cash Flow to Freedom. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Cash Flow to Freedom's 15-Minute Friday. I really like these 15-Minute Friday sections because it's more than just teaching lessons. We're really trying to use this to also highlight what we're doing and how we've done it. I think this will give people a really good idea into when we're talking about different financial principles to see them in action. And our podcast, YouTube, as well as on the blog, we focus on a lot of things like value and value creation, which is key to any entrepreneurship investment in Denver. So today's 15 minute Friday, I wanted to highlight our Reno project. Now, if you're listening on the podcast, you can also go onto YouTube because you can see it. And we wanted to do this duel because we wanted not only to hear and talk about it, but also so people could see the project. So as you can see the project behind us, this is our storage facility in Reno. And yes, we're sitting here and people are using it. But how we came up with this facility is we talk a lot and we have talked a lot in the podcast and videos about networking and building your relationships and the opportunity creation process. This is the perfect example of this. This is not a project that we would have been able to do three, four years ago because we weren't ready. We didn't have the value to offer for that. We didn't have the ability to. But this project is very large and unique for a few reasons. First of all, it was a bankrupt Super Kmart. It's now all an indoor storage facility with some outdoor parking. It's huge. It's a ginormous facility. There's a road that runs right here through the middle of it. People can have loading zones where they can get off and then go down aisleways and reach their storage units as they'd like to. And there's tons of different sizes and uh, lots of different moving parts with this facility. We have three full-time employees, one part-time employees, lots of contracted out. But one of the most unique things about this facility is that it is has the ability to be all completely automated. 
And that is because we have the ability for you to rent online, access the building and access your unit through your phone via an app. This is very unique. We were only the second people in pretty sure the world, but definitely the United States to implement this technology. And when we implemented it, the first one to do it, who is a friend of ours in Arizona, he'd only done it two months prior. So we were just figuring this out as we went. It was a huge undertaking. The opportunity came about because of a networking deal that we were doing. We're part of an association so we can learn more and get more resources, which we're really big on. I'm at a dinner and I was talking to a guy named Reed. And Reed has become a very good friend of mine and he's a partner and he found out more about our operating style and he said listen I have this project that may be really good it's this bankrupt super Kmart I can work with the city because I live in Reno and I think we could get this rezoned turn into a storage facility we could sell off the apartment the parking lot to apartment developers but I don't know anything about running a storage facility right well we do all our own management one of the reasons we do our own management is because of our value add strategy. We need to increase the value. We need to increase the revenue. And we didn't believe that we could just farm that out and have that happen. We needed to learn how to really make these assets perform well. We spent mass amounts of money and time to learn these things. So when I'm talking to Reed, he says, listen, I know you operate a lot of facilities across the Northwest and you guys do it all yourself. We'd never partnered with anybody before. We worked with Reed, we saw the opportunity, it was awesome, and I really trusted Reed and really liked him. So we came in with him and we built this facility. The technology was another part that was difficult for us because it was so new and it had to back in with other things. So we had another partner who's Lance and he brought in the technology to really implement it and help us run on that side and so we could learn it and our team could manage the facility. So. The first thing you need to know about this large facility, there's lots of moving parts. The bigger you get, the more people it takes to get it done. You need to be able to work with people not only to create opportunity, but also to capitalize on it. You cannot do something this big by yourself. And entrepreneurs that have big goals, that have big visions, that you want to create something great, the biggest problem I see is you're doing it on an island. You have weird ideas like, I don't want to tell people my idea. Right? No, you should be telling everybody your idea and finding the people that can help your vision come true. This facility has just worked out great. It's generated a mass amount of buzz. The location is awesome. A lot of people think it was a big bet, but for us, it was not. The fundamentals were solid. The market was perfect. We'd been trying to break into this market. It was underserved at the time and we fulfilled a need that wasn't being met at all. So the value creation potential here was huge. So we, we bought it, I'll give you some of the numbers so you understand, we bought this facility, I think the total purchase price came around eight million, but we sold off all the land for parking to an apartment developer for about three, all in, it was about seven and a half million for construction, getting it ready to go. Right now, this storage facility is worth somewhere in the range of 25 million. We've had some people come in that wanna buy it for 25 million. We wouldn't sell it. We're still gonna expand the facility and we're still gonna grow it because there's more potential that hasn't been tapped. We're just now 
completing a year, I think this month at this facility. We're 84% occupied and we offer a product and service that is not seen in the market. So we have a very, very big competitive advantage between locations, offering, use, the climate controlled nature of it, the 24 access and the control and security that the tenants have. It's different, it's unique. And it's for us, it was, it was a pretty big project for I think everyone involved that gained national attention. It was exciting to do and it was great, but it's not something we could have done on our first go around. You have to remember our first ones were small facilities and third tier markets, right? We had to learn every step and we had to create the value within us through knowledge and the ability to execute before we could offer that value to anybody and pull something like this off. So this to me is kind of the, not the end result because I'm not, we're not anywhere near the end, but this is a good example of how you can grow and how that value is created. That came with a large cost. We put a lot of money into our management team and we put mass amounts of time, we worked multiple jobs. We had to learn the ins and outs, the billing cycles, we had to learn everything. It was really hard and difficult, but it paid off and it always does. And that's the thing that I love about entrepreneurship and investing. You front load that work, that knowledge, you create value within yourself that you can then give back to society and society then rewards you through economic means. Anyways, I can't go too far, can't go too long because this is only 15 minute Friday. I hope this is a good highlight and I know people have seen stuff on my Instagram, AJ Osborne as I'm walking through and showing more of this and I hope this gave you a good in-depth look. Please like this video, let us know your questions and the next 15 minute Friday, we're gonna highlight another project we're doing that I think you guys are gonna find really interesting. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Cashflow to Freedom. Be sure to subscribe to us for more and feel free to check us out at cashflow with the number 2freedom.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook. And also, if you could leave us a good review, that would really help us continue to build out our content and our community. Thank you so much.